Alright, hello Grace, this is Blake with me, Pastor Ryan. We are continuing our walk through the Second London Baptist Confession of Faith. This week we're in chapter 16 of Good Works. Pastor Ryan, how you doing, brother? I'm doing well, brother. What would you like to highlight for us? So this chapter is an important chapter. It's a lengthier one. And so we we sort of assigned it for last week and this week coming up. But you and I just thought, as we were kind of catching up on these podcasts, that we would take, a t- take some time to just talk about this chapter. I think a couple of notes are important. It is important to, this far into the confession, to have a chapter on what good works are. We know that good works are not the grounds of our salvation, but what are they? And paragraph one opens, helpfully reminding us that good works are defined as good according to the Word of God. So the Word of God defines what good works are. And as the confession says, not those that are devised by men or out of blind zeal or upon any pretense of good intentions. You know, we may have this view of good works. That whatever I feel is good must be a good work. But the Scripture actually is yeah. the source of the definition of what good works are. And that is how this chapter opens. Yeah. Yeah, very good. The, the Pharisees come to mind because the Pharisees, they had a number of works they thought they were good and, and promoted that they thought they were good. But they were merely traditions based upon men, not yeah. upon the Word of God. Jesus comes, corrects that. Confession speaks to that. Yeah, yeah. I think some of the other paragraphs are helpful, and I would encourage the body to just meditate on them this week. I mean, paragraph three, for instance, their ability to do good works is not at all of themselves, but wholly or completely from the Spirit of Christ. That even the works that we do as believers um, are works that uh, are wrought in us by the Spirit of Christ. Mm. Um, and so little nuggets like that are, are helpful for us theologically. Um you know, paragraph four and paragraph five uh, are helpful. You know, paragraph five is one that the world needs to hear. We cannot by our best works merit pardon of sin or eternal life at the hand of God. Right? That's, mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to be new for any of our listeners. But that's an important statement as yeah. well to make. But, you know, as you and I were talking about this chapter, you said in this chapter there's a paragraph. I think you said paragraph seven that you wish that you yeah, had had right. as a, a younger Christian. What was it about that paragraph well, it, it helps it helps us understand um, that Christians alone, those who are in Christ alone, are actually going to do the sort of good works that are accepted by God. So that's that's addressed in paragraph six. If you're in Christ, it is through Christ that your good works can be done and accepted. If you are not in Christ, those things are not going to be unto God. Mm. It's impossible for you to do good works that are unto God. And paragraph seven then fleshes this out. It says works done by unregenerate men. um, Although they can be of good use yet because they do not proceed from a heart purified by by faith, they are not done in right manner. And so they are, they are not done for the glory of God and they are, they are therefore sinful. Mm. And that's, that's a very clear, very strong statement that the works of the unregenerate, are sinful. And so the question comes, what about the good things they do? Are those things also sinful? And the confession is actually telling us an answer. Um, yeah. Even the good things, for instance, um, if, if a man helps an old lady cross the street, well, that can be done sinfully. 
In fact, it is done if sinfully, if the person is unregenerate, because they do not have the spirit of Christ. They do not have the glory of God in mind as they are doing that good work. Hmm. And so the confession just clearly says that. And I was like, wow, they said that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's an example where sometimes a confession like ours is so helpful because it answers questions that sometimes we kind of just speculate about. You know, I could see myself 20 years ago as a, as a Christian sort of speculating an answer about that. Yeah. Whereas here you've got a very clearly defined, helpful, pastoral, uh, and biblically accurate statement on even that question. Yeah. What about the works of unbelievers? Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, and the very last line of the chapter says, the neglect of the good works by the unregenerate. Well, if they, if they don't help the old lady cross the street, for instance, well, then that would be even more sinful and displeasing to God. So it's good that the unregenerate do good works, but it's it's still sinful. Yeah. Um, anyways, just it's like wow, the confession goes there. Yeah, yeah, and the, and these are things that even in your in, in the listeners' family worship, you don't have to read it the way that it's written in the confession. But it's helpful to if you have older children just to kind of occasionally talk about these things. Maybe even a phrase or a nugget here and there about you know, who the lost are, who believers are, and and good works. So this can be valuable on a variety of scales. So uh, this week ahead, we're going to look again at chapter 16 um, and spend some time uh, thinking about it as a church.